We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Well, we've got a listener who needs our help. She's wondering if she is being catfished. On the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is lost in the Caribbean right now, and we don't want to talk about that because he's mm-hmm. not here. Nope. Um, nope. However, we are here, and we have a job to do. Okay? Yes, I'm ready. I'm okay. ready for my job. So uh, we had a listener who on Friday sent me, Holly, an email and said, I think I might be being be being catfished does that make sense i think i might be getting catfished yes and i thought well okay i mean i i don't i watch the show i i think i can maybe help you with this we'll see let's try it let's try it so i asked her a few more questions and i apologize right now because i am busy trying to uh finish part of my investigation Ah, in this moment that's all right you're working thank you thank you um but so the reason okay so in any case she said i think i might be catfished i she sent me a bunch of pictures of this guy she'd been corresponding with and then she said to me can can you ask the listeners? So I'm going to set this up. I'm going to read you the email she got me and uh, gave me, and then I'm going to um, finish this part of my investigation. I'm doing a reverse image search right now, which I'm just Ooh, now discovering. Deep. I thought you would just look at the photos and see whether or not they were screen capped. Well, or not. I, I, it appears as though they are, but that is why I'm going to also do this reverse image search because that's what they do on the show Catfish. Okay, so here's what I have in terms of information. Now, listeners, please listen carefully. And then after I've presented this evidence, call 651-641-1071 to tell us whether or not you think this seems seems like a catfish experience. But wait till you've heard the evidence. Okay? Ready. And Holly and Sonny also please listen intently. Gotcha. She says, I joined an online dating service more than a week ago. I started talking to this guy. His name is Josh, and I will delete his last name. Josh. Josh. He's in Egypt with the army. We can't talk on the phone because there's a device attached to his phone that lets him text back home and only call around the base. Oftentimes, his sentences sound weird with words out of order. After about four or five days, he started calling me honey. And then it was baby and babe. Of course, I liked it. It made me feel good. We talked every day. Well, on Friday, he asked if I could buy him an iTunes gift card so he can fill up his iPod. I asked why he why he couldn't. And he said his bank had put a hold on his credit card. I asked why. He said for security reasons. I asked how he signed up for the dating site. And he said his teammate did it. I told him I would think about it. 
because I have to watch my pennies. I'm going through a divorce and have help financially and don't have help financially from anyone. Knowing all along there was no way I was going to do it. Plus, I did a reverse Google search of a selfie in the car where he has brown hair and it showed up on some other sites. He said he has brown eyes, but the picture of him in army gear is a guy with blue eyes and so is his selfie in the car. So these are all pictures she sent me. He should be a higher rank. He just seems too perfect. She said, he says he's a staff sergeant. I Googled ranks and that's awfully low for someone who has allegedly been in the army for 21 years. Uh, He asked if I would relocate to Michigan. I told him maybe. He said after he gets out of the army, he can live anywhere. I asked if his daughter was going to live with him full time when he gets out. And he said, we will have to talk about that. I found that strange. Wouldn't you want to have your child with you? He said his daughter is eight and her name is Jane. For the love are you done? Yes, that is it. For the love. Run. Run. Right? Run. 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 That is so fake. <gasps> that is, that is so fake. Immediately. Immediately. Just off the mark. If they're in a different country. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That is done. And also the real, the hot, hot tip. The hot tip that this is fake is immediately you said that you've been on a dating site for a week and the person is asking you to buy them something. That immediately the financial transaction aspect of this fake. Fake, Do you think that our listener is being catfished? Sonny, I ask you. Yeah, man, iTunes, the music thing was what did me in. Yes, isn't it, though? You don't even ask close friends and family to buy you something like that on the regular. I mean, that takes a lot, at least for me. You don't have funds for music, man. Come on. That's just, that's, that's the, what did it for you? Was it the, was it the iTunes? Yeah, it was totally (laughs) that. Well, first of all, it was the Egypt thing saying that that's really convenient that you're in the military and you're based someplace halfway around the world. And oh, by the way, they're controlling my mode of communication. Right. Yeah. Here's what did it. Here's something. what did it for me. We can't talk on the phone because there's a device attached to his phone that lets him text back home and only call around the base. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't. You know, I watch the show Catfish. Oh, so you're an expert. Well, and I just <laughs> know that oftentimes they are will come up with many excuses about why they can't talk. Right. Let's, Shauna is on the phone. Hi, Shauna. Shauna, do you think yeah, our listen? Do you, and run. Okay, so <laughs> you think Shauna? She's Shana, being yes, catfish. Yes. yes. What was it that did it for you? The iTunes, because yep. I worked in customer service for eight years, and having people call in for, like, gift cards, iTunes is the number one scam of all time. Wow. They'll call Interesting. in and ask for, like, I've had people that have, like, elderly people that have called in crying, saying they said all I needed was $10, um, $4,500 gift cards, to get my son out of jail, and it was all iTunes, and they've given it to them, and then oh. they're out of forty five hundred dollars. <gasps> wow! My gosh! And what are people? One. What are people doing with iTunes gift cards of that value? Well, what they do is that they call the people and say, "Well, all you have to do is give me the numbers over the phone," and then basically somehow these scammers get it transferred, and now these <laughs> poor individuals are out forty five hundred dollars. And unfortunately, oh, wow. iTunes and any gift card is considered cash. So there's no way that they can get that money back unless you can figure out where that money got you. And uh, it's very hard as a customer service representative to tell them, like, I'm sorry, but you're out of $4,500. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. That just, oh, thank you so much for your call, Shauna. That is yeah, unbelievable. Thanks, Shauna. Oof. Glad we could get some insight from her about that. Because yeah. I had no idea that that is a huge scam. Yeah.
Yeah, I had no idea either, but now you know. Don't buy the iTunes gift card. Let's go to Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, guys. Colleen? Yes. I think you're being catfished. What? <laughs> How could someone ask if that? You have to ask? Well, you know, listen. Oh my goodness gracious! No, Patty, I totally understand what you're saying, and Mm -hmm. I. But I. But listen, I. I. I watch the show Catfish again, Uh, so I'm an expert. Yeah. And oftentimes, (laughs) I think you think like, oh my gosh, how could this person think that this is, that this is real? But the truth is, is is if somebody's making you feel good, oh, and you're looking for mm -hmm. something, I can see how you might. Well, here's the thing. I have been divorced for 10 years this Uh month. I have been on three dating sites twice each time, eHarmony, Match, Tinder, oh, I'm sorry, and OkCupid. So I've tried them all. Uh And I have gone on hundreds of dates. And I, so I know the feeling, oh my God, you get divorced and right. now you're free and you get to, oh my God, you meet these people and they make you feel beautiful and important and respected and, and you're, and, but even my inner self went, yeah, why do you want money from me? Mm-hmm. See, I got divorced because my ex-husband was a lazy slob. <laughs> so the last thing I was going to want to go out with was another guy that wanted me to take care of him. Yeah. So I just think, I mean, and I have a friend of mine that was catfished. I, she was, and she yeah. lost the money, and oh. so I get it. But at the same time, I'm listening to this, as you're saying, reading this whole thing, and I'm like, ding, ding, right? Ding, yep. ding. The red flags were just flying yeah. all over. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, honey. No. So if she's listening, no. No. It's fake. Yeah. It's okay. Fake. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you Patty. But that's, I think it's valuable to share these kinds of stories because I think that there's a lot of shame associated in being catfish and then you don't want to admit that perhaps it's happened to you. So by right. sharing the story, we can nip it in the bud, so to speak. I will tell you, listen, when she first, before she sent me the, um, the whole story, she mm-hmm. sent me a series of pictures. And I'm going to tell you what. If this guy had sent pictures to me that looked like this, I might want to keep him around. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's a good-looking guy. He's too good-looking. But he's almost too good-looking, right? He's too right? good-looking for reality. Right. I mean, I know that that is a person that exists in real life somewhere. Right. But he's not talking to me. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you what. He's not talking to me. So, um, okay. I think I also would say this, and this is my final thought on this, and this is, my, this is what I would have said immediately to our listener who asked us in the first place, am I being catfished? What I would have said to her is this. If you are wondering if you are being catfished, that is a pretty good indicator that the alarm bells are ringing for you and you need to obey that regardless of what is going on. If for one split second you are thinking, I might be in the middle of something that isn't real, that's a great indicator and you should always trust your gut on that. And that applies offline too. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Because as Maya Angelou says, when somebody shows you who they are, believe (laughs) them. But truly, 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 go with your gut. If this seems like it's not... And the fact that you asked the question in the first place, to me, feels like I think you already know your answer. And you wanted that answer to be reinforced. Yes. And we thank you for asking. Yeah. And you know what? We've reinforced that answer. Yep. All right. Now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show... uh, what did you binge watch all weekend? Because I don't know if you guys know this, but we've been stuck inside. And I'm wondering what people were watching on the boob tube. 651 641 
Holly and I did our own type of binge watching. We want to know what you binge watched after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. We were all snowed in this weekend. Every last one of us got all that snow dumped on us in the Twin Cities. And so we had to do something. And if you're like Holly and me, you were probably in front of the boob tube on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, he's on a vacation. He did not get dumped on. Therefore, he's out of this conversation. Also, because he's not here. Holly Roberts, though, here. 651-641-1071. What did you binge watch over the weekend, Holly? What did you watch? Well, before we get into what I watched mm. over the weekend, I have some breaking Kardashian <gasps> Ooh, news. Do, oh, from, do we have a name? We have a name. I, what? Hold the phone. Forget everything I just said. We need to talk about this. I said, did I not? On <laughs> Friday... Is at, was I wish we could roll the tape back. Roll that beautiful I bean footage. I said on you did Friday, you did. I said, here's how the storyline is going to go. <laughs> Be ready. We will learn the name of the new Khloe Kardashian baby line <laughs> on Monday because they have to keep the story going. And guess what? It's here. It's here. <gasps> 2.22 Central Standard Time. But three minutes ago, Khloe Kardashian tweeted ah! out the following. Are you guys ready? I am I've been waiting for this since I woke Sonny, up this morning. are you ready? I am ready. Mm. Here's the tweet from Chloe. Oh, gosh. Our little girl, True Thompson, has completely stolen our hearts and we are overwhelmed with love. Such a blessing to welcome this angel into the family. Mommy, mommy and daddy love you, True. I have so <laughs> many things that I need to say and they're happening all at once. All right, we'll unpack it. Let's number uh, unravel one. those thoughts. Number one. Yes. Can we all sit with the irony that the family who has been manipulating us with their half-truths about their lives <laughs> named a baby True? Yep. Named their child True? Okay, that's number one. Number two, I see that she is keeping with the theme of the alliterative names, right? True Thompson. Number three, she gave the child her, his last name. Yeah. Yes, we after were talking he about did that her week. like that, mm-hmm. and she included him in the tweet. Mommy and Daddy love because you, that's true. all part of the storyline where she has forgiven him for being a dirty dog. Now she shared this tweet with a photograph of a room covered in pink balloons. Okay. That's it. Okay. And a, and a baby stuffed animal. Okay. With some, a pacifier. Some tape named Donald over here. Yeah, I actually <laughs> looked that up, Sonny, because I was like, why is there... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or a coffee table book <laughs> named Donald in this photograph. Yeah. That book is actually uh, the fashion world's favorite illustrator, Donald Robertson. Mm. That is his coffee table book. Um. Oh, do you see? There's a little pacifier, a little wubby wubba yes. is what those are called. Those are the little pacifiers that are connected to a little um, stuffed animal. They're called wubba nubs. Um, a little pink wubba nub. Everything looks very pink for Miss True Thompson. That is the name of the child. Sonny, thoughts on the name True Thompson? <sighs> They're mean thoughts. No, I know, girl, no, that's what you got to let them out. You got to let them out because this, is, this a safe is a safe space. space. <laughs> I just think it's 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 so harsh that she named her child True when when he wasn't true to her. They, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Thank and I you. do feel like that's a part of the of the story. Line it is, yes. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's too connected. There's no reaching there with where you're no, going. <laughs> but isn't that sad that the child's name is just but yes. part of the familial narrative that's being pumped out to yes. us? I am all for people in Hollywood entertaining me. I'm, I, I happen to, that's... Well, that's I, what I, do. I, sh- I want to I be entertained. Sh- I'm shamelessly entertain- entertainable. Is that, is, did I yes. say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always cringe when they involve babies. Yeah, there's I, a whole... Because that's not yeah. fair. That child did not get to have any decision yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. That child wasn't like, hey, mom, yeah, I totally want to be part of your money-making yeah. narrative hey, where you mom, push out some... My name's going to look really good on a lip kit. Now... I am the only, am I the only one who's wondering if the baby inherited mom's butt? Oh my God. Because that was what Chloe was very concerned with. Well, you tell us what's happening next. You've been pretty good. Okay. I got to sit with that for a minute because we are, oh, well next we'll get a picture and the picture will happen. I'm thinking probably next week because we're going to spend the whole week wondering when we're going to see a picture. Um, And uh, yeah, that'll be the next thing. And then we're going to be working on her baby, her post baby body. So sorry about it. Crazy, stupid. Oh, it's the Colleen and Bradley show. I like this. I've been on a roller coaster of emotions. I don't know about the rest of you today uh, on my talk. One Oh seven one streaming live at my talk. One Oh seven one. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts has been filling in and she just dropped the Khloe Kardashian baby name. Boom. True. True. No, like it's true that she did it, but also the baby's name is True. 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 Thompson. A girl named True, a little baby girl named True. Now, I actually like the name True uh, as a as a nickname for Truman, a boy name. How did you pull that one out? Well, because I know, uh, I know, <laughs> I because mean, I have a friend who has a child named Truman and they call him True. Okay, so there's some context Love it. That. That's the context. But just the name true for a girl coming from a woman whose husband was not true to her boyfriend, whatever, baby daddy was not true to her. I mean, come on. Anyway, so that I'm still dealing with all of that. Um, And now we have to deal with some other emotions as we talk about our crazy, stupid idiots. On my talk on the second one. Nope. Wrong one. There it is. Thank you. I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Oh, it does stand for Crazy Stupid Idiots, and they are everywhere. We cannot escape them. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully you're lucky. When you look in the mirror, you're not staring back at one. 
Yes. Oftentimes we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. But that is not where we are going right now. Where are we going? We are going to Oklahoma City. Oh, Oklahoma. Sing it. Because this guy is not singing it. Here's what happened in Oklahoma City last week. Uh, The U.S. Marshal Service says that in a very odd turn of events, it was a woman's obituary that helped agents to capture her fugitive son four decades after he escaped from prison. What? I know. So he had been on the wanted list for 40 years. That's crazy. Right? Now, remember what I said it was that pointed them to him? A woman's obituary. Yeah. How could that be, you ask? Well, 58-year-old Stephen Michael Paris had uh, included himself in his mother's obituary and used his real name. But also used his alias that he had been living under while he had been on the lamb for four decades. Wait, wait, okay, so he wrote mm-hmm. the obituary yeah. and then he used his real name. But then, oh, by the way, uh-huh. I also go as this because yep. I've been in hiding exactly. for four decades. Precisely. So, but what you're telling me is maybe this man wanted to be caught. I mean, that, does that not feel a little bit like a cry for help? I mean, maybe he figured, look, my mom has passed away. Right, right. I'm going to turn a new leaf in my life. I'm no, going to turn myself if you're in. Gonna, then you'd show up. Also, good work on the, mm-hmm. the police department's part because they're scouring the obituaries yes. for long-standing criminals. They must have like a Google alert or something on his name or something like that because he used both his uh, his his alias, but also because he probably was using, wanted people to know that he was her son mm. and part of her name was part of his real name. He did, he put both names Can't and they were able to track him. Exactly. Can't and they, they were able to track him down. He had escaped this uh, prison, this correctional center in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma in October of 1981. And he had already served 19 months of a nine year sentence for drug possession and distribution. Man, you just yes. totally blew it. Yeah, so he'll be uh, going back to complete mm. some of that. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Have fun. <laughs> yep, exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Halls? Oh, we're going to Chicago. Okay. Or at least we're going to the Chicagoland area based on a little sleuthing that I did. Oh, fun. Okay. On the internet. Mm-hmm. I love the internet. Now, I'm really... Really catching on. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of fun. Uh, we are going to be talking about a woman named Amanda Burnett. Okay. She lives in the Chicagoland area. And uh, like our friend from earlier this hour, she's been doing a little bit of online dating, oh, okay. meeting some people, going out, having a good time. See, this is something that you that, you know, that that a lot of people are doing. Yeah. They're the going online to, dating. They're thing, going on dates. Getting out there. They're on the internet. So mm-hmm. Amanda went on a date with a guy, and she never texted back. She ghosted this guy. Oh, that's a thing too. It, it happens. Yeah. And I honestly think if you go on a first date and then you ghost them, it's not necessarily considered ghosting. Right. What if you just didn't have a connection with that person and the two we don't you don't talk to somebody ever and you again. don't maybe give them the explanation. Yeah. You're just like, and, mm, and it's we're fine, done. whatever. It's one date, mm-hmm. minimal commitment. It's fine. I think many people have been in that position that Amanda found herself in. So she ghosted this guy 
But he made note of this. In Mm. fact, he itemized the ghosting. Mm -hmm. And in fact, what this guy decided to do, because he was ghosted by Amanda, he invoiced her for the date. (laughs) Wait, I have a question for you. Yes. Who's the crazy, stupid idiot here? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe this is a fill in your own adventure. I mean, because if I'm going to vote on this one... I actually think she's the crazy, stupid idiot. Really? Okay, so let me read you the invoice that she received from her date. He remembered what she had. So she received, Amanda received an invoice in the mail for their first date for the following. A cocktail, a Moscow mule, a beer. She also ordered the smoked hickory barbecue pulled pork tacos. Oh, that sounds really good. Mm -hmm. He also charged a $1.99 processing fee. I mean, for the invoice. Good. Listen, can I just, I mean, I I admire him. Here's what I would say about this. Before you move on, I'd like to let you know Mm -hmm. that the invoice number was 69. Okay, that's cute. (laughs) Cute, well played. Here's what I would say about this. We have got to come up together as a society with a code for I am not that into you, Mm -hmm. right? To me, I would say if I'm on a date, I'm not dating uh, I'm married, but if I were and I went out on a date with somebody and I wasn't super excited about it and I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to call you back. I feel like then it's just the, a decent thing to do to pay for your own food. But I I don't. OK, I, I like that. I think idea. that sends a signal. I like that yeah, idea that you can go Dutch on your mm-hmm. first date. However, I always like a coffee date. I remember when. When I was dating, mm-hmm. on the dating scene, mm-hmm. if we met for coffee, then usually I would end up paying for my own, and they would pay for their own. Yeah. I, but if somebody asked me out to dinner, then I would operate under the assumption, since you asked me out to dinner, then you're going to be paying. Now, this was at a very low time in my life, Colleen. Right. So maybe, <laughs> so maybe mm-hmm. I only wanted to get out of the house and eat some food. So we've actually talked about that, like that there are people who just are able to finance their grocery bill, basically, mm-hmm. by dating around the city. Right. I may or may not have done that myself. I mean, there's just got to be there's got to be an easier way to say I'm probably not going to call you back. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on that. Okay. now I've got one more for you. We're going to Florida for this one. Uh, A 25 year old guy by the name of Xavier Moran or Moran. When I tell you the end of this story, um, he got into a car accident and he wanted to prove to the cops that it was not his fault. And he had a dashboard camera that he turned over to the cops so they could see, see right here, I was not at fault for this accident. Cool. All right. right. He wants to save his butt. Yeah, totally. So he signed a consent form to allow them to watch the dashboard camera footage. He turned it all over to them. um, And guess what? The accident was not his fault. Oh, that's fantastic. I know. Good for him, right? The, another driver <laughs> cut him off. Oh. Problem. Mm. That dash cam footage also showed him robbing a store. Mm-mm. Oh, well, so maybe you're saying that Xavier <laughs> Moron. Yeah, moron. Moron. <laughs> I'm choosing to maybe insert an accent there. Moron. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's that Moran. Yeah. Right. What you're saying, he didn't. 
played the tape all the way through. Right, exactly. No, in fact, he didn't play the tape. He didn't rewind the tape where it showed him earlier in the day using a baseball bat to smash through the glass front door of a beauty supply store that he then stole a bunch of stuff from. Wow. He's facing burglary charges. But guess what, guys? The accident wasn't his fault. I always feel like with crazy, stupid idiots, they're just one degree away from major stupidity. Like, no, I feel like, no. I, feel, mm-hmm. I do. Yes. I feel mm-hmm. like it, if it, they just didn't do that yeah. one And that's thing. why it's a cautionary <laughs> tale to the rest of us to really think about all <laughs> the possible outcomes. Really providing a public service. Yes. yes. It, I, you know what? You say that with, with a little silliness in your voice. No, but it's But from true. the bottom of my heart, I really do feel that. Yes. I you, do. I feel like we're all just one little choice away from yes. just messing it up. We're hanging on by a thread here. Thani, to that I say, you're welcome. <laughs> now, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have a daily snap judgment for you. That's a this or that question that we ask over on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. You answer it, and then we judge you for your answer. Uh, today, we've asked the following question. This is a Colleen Lindstrom original. Mm-hmm. Who's scarier? Clowns or magicians? But you never thought about it. But now we're giving you pause to think about it, answer. We'll go through your answers, and then we'll check in with our friend Donnie after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107. All right, so here's the question. I know it seems silly, but who's scarier, clowns or magicians? That is the question we are asking on the Facebook page on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Uh, and Holly Roberts has been sitting in for him. Now, uh, the reason we asked that question, honestly, is this. I'll be perfectly honest and upfront with you. On the way in, I was listening to Donna and Steve, and they were having a conversation. I missed the majority of it. I will. I will confess. However, they were talking about David Copperfield and magicians in general. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, my gosh, magicians are shifty. (laughs) Like they make me nervous because they're always trying to, they're always like pulling things out from behind my ears and like pulling things out from places they don't belong. And oh, what kind of magicians are you going to see? Rabbits don't belong in hats. You know, that kind of thing. They're sawing people in half. They're making things disappear. And I'm like, I just don't trust. And then I think about what it's like to interact with a magician where you're just like, what are you going to do right now? Are you going to pull that from where? Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking like that kind of scares me. That makes me feel unsafe. But also <laughs> clowns make me feel unsafe. So then I thought, which one is scarier? And you I have the classic aversion to clowns, Colleen, right? I really do. I really find them to be troubling. So we asked the question, who's scarier, clowns or magicians? And you all answered. <laughs> yes, you did. You went to our Facebook page. <laughs> Logan said, clowns are the worst. Colleen and Holly, is this even debatable? LOL. I'm like, well, yeah, totally debatable. But to your point, Logan, clowns, totally creepy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Connie, though, she said magicians. She said, I know professional clowns. So oh, magicians are the scarier one. Them. <laughs> um, I don't. Can you explain Phil's answer to me? Mm-hmm. He said, I choose librarians on National Librarian Day, especially that Ghostbusters one. Okay. Is today National Librarians Day? I have no idea. But why? I don't. <laughs> today is National Librarians Day. 
And oh. oh wait, no, it wasn't. Lies. That was yesterday. Fake news, Phil. Fake news, Phil. Stop it. So then I have no idea. All I have right. no idea what he's talking about. Uh GJ says clowns are scary, but not as scary as Alexis's creepy dolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is a nod to the morning show. Alexis Thompson from Jason and Alexis in the morning, 539 every morning here. She literally has a collection of hundreds of creepy small dolls. Well, yeah. And then some of them have made their way in not the small ones. Only a couple of the small dolls have made them in. She has other dolls that have made their way to the radio station and are haunting oh, us in Oh, she also has ways. decapitated dolls and then fills the head with dirt and uses them as small pottery. Little uh, succulent planters. I can't even. You know, can I just say I'm really, I'm just concerned with how many people didn't think about this at all. What do you and mean? Because I think that people thought it was weird that I that I think magicians are scary. I don't think that's weird at all. The more that I think about it and the more that I that's sit with saying. this question, yes. it really makes sense. And then you have to tear it apart, the the arguments on which one is worse, which right? one is more scary. Which one? And I, I actually think I'm prepared to say magicians are scarier. Why, why are they scary? I, I don't get scared when I... Funny. I'm- because they pull <laughs> things out of your ear and stuff. And you, they're shifty. Magicians are shifty. <laughs> they are. Because you never know. Like, are they going to saw you in half? Are they going to... You don't know. God, you're unbelievable. Oh, look who's here. Oh, <laughs> made himself known, huh? Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? What is wrong with you, Colleen? It's just a show. It's just Yeah, but no. Hand. Is it, though, Donnie? Is it? Yes. And is also, it? you know magicians. Yeah, they, they're so proud of their magic-y stuff that they just, like, do it all the time. And it's not like it's just well, for the show. Well, you know, they'll walk up to you and they'll pull a quarter out well, from behind your shoulder scary. or something. It's, it's just shifty. Of, it's not shifty. Oh, my God. Donnie, it's shifty. Listen, <sighs> don't trust them. Don't trust them. Because okay. you don't know because you don't know if they're telling what they're doing is the truth or not. Well, that's the whole that's point why, of the act. Donnie, that's <laughs> why I find them terrifying. Mm-hmm. I've decided that I actually am scared, more scared of magicians okay, than I am of clowns. When mm-hmm. I think about the clown scare we had around Halloween a couple of years ago. Oh, remember when the clowns were walking around oh, in yeah. public spots and they the, were scaring people? Oh, like you know magicians what? are scarier than that. Like I don't, I don't know of a magician scare. But okay, it's a different kind of scary, you Illusion. know. It's like the, it's like the. I don't know what to trust. It's like that. So, Sonny, okay. what do you think is scarier, clowns or magicians? I gotta go with clowns. Gotta go with clowns. Gotta go with clowns. Okay, fine. We'll give you clowns. It's, it's, we'll give you clowns. It's, it's, I knew how the magicians did their tricks. You go, oh, that's it. Yeah, except for yes, correct. Yeah. But it wouldn't stop them from doing it at inappropriate if you, times. If you knew how they did their tricks, you'd still be I really want to know the deep-seated story of Colleen Lindstrom sleeping with, okay. the, with a magician and it going <laughs> whoa, really, whoa. really awry. <laughs> did the word abracadabra come up during this mm. encounter, Colleen? No. Okay. But listen to this. <laughs> how about presto change? No. No? Okay. But listen to this. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. I equate magicians to... Okay. For example... I don't like to talk to people in costume really at all or in character. It really bothers me. Masks bug me. People like that's why I don't like Halloween, because on Halloween, when especially when people try to embody the character that they're dressed up as, I find it very unsettling. Mm. And that's how I feel with magicians. I'm like, what are they going to similar to? Like, I have a couple of friends who are psychologists. 
I'm very careful about what I say with them. <laughs> because you think that they're tearing they're your apart. diagnosing. Oh, now, Colleen, what you just I just had a moment. I had an aha moment what with was you, it? Colleen, about you and Halloween. Yes. That your aversion to Halloween, you try to spread it among the land by giving kids pencils and stickers <gasps> on Halloween oh instead my gosh. of candy. Talk about oh my scary. gosh. I think I just got diagnosed <laughs> yeah. by a non-therapist. Oh you my did. gosh. You did. That is probably true. I am like, I am a Halloween Scrooge. So let me ask you, Colleen, have you mm-hmm. ever been to a experience like Tony and Tina's wedding where people are in character swarming around you? No. And I would never do it. Like I cannot, <laughs> I can't, I cannot do audience participation stuff. Oh, well, audience oh, participation, God. fooey. Who wants to participate? I don't want to participate. But no joining. But I also no. What I don't, what I can't stand is like when I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, I know that you are not this person you're pretending to be right now. Yeah. I'm smart and I know you're acting, but I don't know how to go along with the thing. Cause I'm like, I'm me and you're not being you right now. And that upsets me. You say yes. And you improvise Colleen, but I'm not performing. So I'm no just way. trying to get, you know, a, a cheeseburger, <laughs> you know, and have Jeez. a milkshake. <laughs> I really you're not in the 50s I did not you know what I'm saying like so here's an example there's a restaurant in uh at the Hollywood Studios that is I actually love and it's called the Primetime Cafe it's a great restaurant in Disney in Disney yep exactly at Hollywood Studios and they pretend like you have been magically transformed into the 50s like and you're eating at Ma in Ma's kitchen and they talk to you like that you're related to them and I'm like but see, I know that you're not my cousin. Do so they do, I don't know how to talk to you. Do they like do you're my the cousin. thing? Do they do the thing where they sit down next to you at the table? Yes, and you're like, yeah, I'm yes, a and I'm like, you're not my cousin. I don't know you. It's a show. How do you, Donnie? I know. How do you not have a nervous breakdown in Disney World? I know. Like, right? I mean, everybody is pretending. Even the person who's sweeping up the garbage is a cast member, and they're pretending like they actually enjoy what they're doing when it's they very don't. Very upsetting to me. Remember when we pretended to be on a beautiful warm night? Oh, wait. Hold on yep. a second. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> thank you, I think, thank you, you Sonny. Just... We need to do that again. Mm. Now, Ladies, the poolside oh, reggae band who always plays their music at a comfortable volume level asked if you had any song requests they could play just for you. Aww. It's also happy hour, and all rum cocktails are free. Oh, that was yeah, lovely. Yeah, that guy's acting, right? You know that. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> life is a stage, Colleen. No, right now, life is a private island, and I am getting a delicious Mai Tai. By the way, I agree with you, the son. Magicians are scary. Uh, thank you. They're scary. Okay, thank you, everybody. Lori and Julia coming up next. If you weren't scared yet, now there's a real reason to be scared. We'll be back tomorrow on My Talk 1071.